This is Matthew Cratter from Bitcoin University. Today I wanted to talk about Bitcoin hitting 50,000, 51,000, 52,000. I don't normally talk about the price because I think it's less important sometimes than other things, but I thought we'd take a moment today to really look how far we've come. Bitcoin currently trading at 52,328. We can see that it hasn't ever traded up at these levels for a very long period of time. What's interesting, the last time we were at 52,000, this channel was still called Trader University. Scam Bankster Fraud and Do Kwan were still considered investing geniuses. Celsius and BlockFi and Gemini Earn and all these programs were still happy to give you yield on your Bitcoin as long as they could keep your Bitcoin itself and never return it. And back the last time that Bitcoin hit 52,000, Larry Fink and BlackRock still hated Bitcoin and called it an index of money laundering. Also, what's really interesting, the Bitcoin network hash rate was 70% lower the last time Bitcoin was trading at 52,000. It's currently uh, at 514 million terahashes. And back the last time it was at something like 130. Now it's 2024. This is definitely going to be the year of the Bitcoin dragon. Everyone will own Bitcoin and will be happy. Everyone who owns these indices in the form of an index mutual fund or ETFs already owns some Bitcoin through MicroStrategy. If you own any ETFs that track the NASDAQ composite, the Russell 2000, Russell 3000, or the S&P 600 small cap, we can see as well any of these indices that own Marathon, Tesla, Coinbase, Block, Riot, etc also own some Bitcoin. This is BitcoinTreasuries.net, which I'll link to in the description notes below. And in this center column, you can see how much Bitcoin these companies own. Large asset management companies are going to corral no coiners, people who don't own any Bitcoin. They're going to corral them into owning some Bitcoin, whether they want to or not. And we're already seeing this happening with Fidelity. Fidelity putting 1%, 2%, 2.5%, or 3.1% Bitcoin via their Fidelity spot ETF, their Bitcoin spot ETF, into this general managed fund, this all-in-one ETF. So what's happening is Bitcoin has been embedded in these spot ETFs, and now these spot ETFs are being embedded in retirement portfolios and in other ETFs as well. What's also significant is the spot Bitcoin ETFs are now all in the black. They're all profitable since launch, and they're also beginning to show up on momentum screens thanks to their recent strong price performance. This is iBit. This is the BlackRock Bitcoin spot ETF now trading almost as high as it has since the first day and certainly closing at a new high. So Bitcoin's preparing to break to new highs. And what's really strange is no one outside of Bitcoin is really noticing it yet. The general public, as you may have noticed, is still asleep. I'm sure your friends, or at least most of your friends, aren't talking about Bitcoin yet. And all this is happening when we're still only nine weeks from the halving sometime in April, hopefully April 20th of 2024, just nine weeks from the halving and no one seems to care. I think this implies that the bull market is just beginning. Sentiment is still very neutral to bearish when it comes to Bitcoin. If we take a look at Google Trends, we can see the highs that Bitcoin as a search term reached in at the peak of the bull market in 2021. And we're nowhere near those levels. We barely ticked off the bottom in terms of search interest on Google for Bitcoin. If you're enjoying this video so far, I just ask you to help to support the channel by hitting that subscribe button. That really does help. Hit the like button, leave a comment, question, suggestion, topic for a future video. I do really look at those comments and try to make videos about the most, uh, most asked comments. Also share this video with a friend 
or family member. Another thing we've talked about in the past is this idea of unit bias and a lot of people not knowing that you can buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a, a whole Bitcoin, but with the Bitcoin ETFs, there is no unit bias. So if you look at Bitcoin, 52,000 sounds really expensive. Of course, this hasn't hurt Berkshire Hathaway stock, which has done very well trading in the hundreds of thousands because institutional investors actually like the larger size. But when it comes to the Bitcoin ETFs, if someone checks out IBIT, the BlackRock spot Bitcoin ETF, they'll see it's just trading at $29, $30 a share. Looks really cheap from a unit bias perspective. Meanwhile, ship coins, altcoins, alternatives to Bitcoin, of which there really aren't any, they keep crashing relative to Bitcoin. Even the best of them, like Monero, hitting new lows now against Bitcoin as part of this move. This is very unusual for a bull market. Otteru points out here that the Wall Street ETFs have been buying 12 and a half, per, 12 and a half times more Bitcoin per day than the network can produce. Now, obviously, higher prices draw out some sellers, but this is really significant, this sort of institutional demand going into the halving when the supplies can be cut even more. I wanted to highlight this tweet from David Bailey of Bitcoin Magazine. David writes, I know the price is screaming, but we're on the precipice of a big step up in Bitcoin's credibility and narrative evolution. There are massive pools of money circling right now, and they're not looking to dip their toes. In other words, they're going to take large positions, massive family offices, sovereign wealth funds, corporate treasuries, hedge funds, etc. And I don't think we've really even seen this started. So we're really at the beginning of this move. Together, you and I survived. Together, we survived the bear market. I want to thank you for sticking with me, sticking with Bitcoin for a difficult couple of years. But we made it together. We've been stacking sats. We've been hodling. We've been focused on our lives, on our families, on improving our skill sets, instead of just being glued to the screen, trading ship coins or promoting scams like so many other people do in this space. One thing about Bitcoin is it repays patience. Bitcoin is for low time preference people who like to win. Most of the world would rather get poor slowly holding fiat than get rich slowly hodling Bitcoin. People say, oh no, Bitcoin's so volatile, I can't handle it, give me this instead. So they store their money safely, quote unquote, safely in the US dollar, and they lose massive purchasing power over time. This doesn't even show the huge collapse in the US dollar's purchasing power since 2020 with all the inflation that we've had. I also wanted to pour one out for those who've been wrecked by their poor prognostications when it comes to Bitcoin. There's nothing wrong with being wrong, but there is something really wrong with staying wrong. We have uh, various YouTubers shorting Bitcoin at 35,000 and 40,000 and 45,000 and 50,000. This is a very, very bad asset to be short. And there may be something that you're seeing on the chart, but when you think of the huge fundamentals and the flows going into this, this is absolute madness. And I feel sorry for people who are doing this publicly. Sometimes you just have to admit you're wrong and cover your short. Paul Krugman, of course, uh, did a great job of calling the bear market bottom, and he's been bearish, unfortunately, for him on Bitcoin since it was $7 uh, a coin. Then, of course, there's Peter Schiff, who's been wrong for over a decade with his shiny yellow rocks, charging management fees for holding shiny yellow rocks while being bearish on Bitcoin, the best performing asset of the decade. We have Peter Zion when Bitcoin was trading at 16000 a couple years ago at the beginning of 2023, saying that Bitcoin was actually going to go negative. I'm not sure exactly how that would work. And of course we have the bankers, we have the ECB turning incredibly bearish on Bitcoin at the exact bottom of the bear market in 
November of 2022. These are the people who've gotten wrecked and are on the wrong side of Bitcoin and the wrong side of history. I love this tweet from Francis Pouliot, but Francis, what will you do if Bitcoin goes to zero? If you've never seen this famous Bitcoin meme video by Bitstein, when the bull began his run, I'll definitely link to that in the description notes below. This cycle, we're gonna be taking on tech stocks, silver, and gold. If we look at these major assets and asset classes by market cap, at the top here, we have gold, then we have a bunch of tech stocks, we have an oil company, Saudi Aramco, we have silver, we have Facebook, Meta platforms, and then right here at number 10, we have Bitcoin. In this bull market, I expect Bitcoin to move up the ranks quite sharply. And this is because store value is a much bigger total addressable market than addictive tech products or even chips, semiconductors. People who've gotten rich in tech stocks will also want to store their newfound wealth in Bitcoin. There are very, very few tech stocks that you want to hold for the long term. The smart people recycle their money into different things. And I think Bitcoin is the natural fit for this. People who understand tech and understand Bitcoin. So a lot of that money from tech stocks will flow into Bitcoin. When it comes to silver, when it comes to gold, shiny yellow rocks have already been made obsolete. This is not 21st century digital technology. It's about to get priced in. So I would just say if you're still holding gold, it's okay to have been wrong, but staying wrong is another thing. And if you just got to take a look at the chart of gold versus Bitcoin and ask yourself if you feel lucky, this is absolutely brutal and you scroll out. And this makes perfect sense because Bitcoin is many orders of magnitude more useful than gold, especially in a digital global civilization. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to hit the subscribe and like buttons. Hit the notification bell if you want to be notified when I publish my next video. And let me know your questions and comments in the comment section below. Thanks all for watching and I'll see you in the next video.